We thus took it upon ourselves to assuage the situation, accepting from the outset that whatever solution we came up with was not likely to be without its due share of risks and logistical challenges. Having ruled out, though not without some discussion, the downright criminal, for example burning down the church, we were forced to seek alternatives that would render the bell inoperative without causing peripheral damage. As the only member of this ensemble who had actually been in the building, I was the sole source of inside information. And so it was my sad duty to inform my colleagues of the switch from rope drawn to automated bell operation, thus eliminating other reasonably practical options, such as cutting the bell rope. We had not at all ruled out breaking and entering at this point. As none of us had at this time any expertise in electricity that would allow modification of the wall switch, we were left with the unenviable alternative of conducting our operation from atop the roof of the building. What we didn't realize was that by focusing from the outset on stopping the bell's physical movement, we had blinded ourselves, for the moment at least, as so many institutions and individuals do every day, to truly out-of-the-box solutions. Not having the benefit of any pre-operation reconnaissance, we did not know the details of the bell's suspension in the steeple beyond what could be discerned from the ground, that is, very little. For example, could we ascend the roof and simply snip a rope or cable? Unclear. Perhaps the bell was gear-operated and could somehow be jammed. Who knew? The only thing we did know and which could be gleaned from a distance was that the sound was created through the usual expedient— namely swinging the bell itself so as to cause an impact against its inner surface by a centrally suspended clapper. And that's when it came to us. Suppose, one of us said, not clear who deserves the credit at this late date, suppose we could not only render the bell noiseless, but could do so without stopping its movement. Suppose from the ground it looked as though the bell was moving in an entirely normal manner, and yet no sound emanated from it. He had our undivided attention, in response to which he reached into a nearby drawer where was stored winter clothing, extracting and holding before our amazed eyes a single black woolen mitten. Could it really be so simple?'